I'm going to introduce you to Alka Chopra. Now, Alka is a registered dietitian and a certified diabetes educator. Alka is extremely passionate about teaching people how to live a happier life by making nutrition, health and lifestyle changes one week at a time. And so the reason for Alka's mantra of one week at a time is because really when we make these changes, the likelihood is that we're going to stick to them much more, aren't we, if we make it more achievable. And so over the last 15 years, Alka has actually followed this mantra. So she personally knows that it works. And so I can't wait to introduce Alka to you today. And we're going to delve into that mantra too a little bit more. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. So welcome back to this wonderful episode with Alka Chopra. So I'm going to bring Alka in um, and I first of all just want to say a humongous thank you, Alka, because you've just finished a workshop with the Total Somatics members and we talked about the subject inflammation and it was absolutely fascinating to learn all the different concepts of it. So I just want to say thank you and thank you on behalf of the Total Somatics members. But for everybody else that's listening to this podcast today, I'd really like to spend this opportunity finding out a bit more about you and then also delving into some of your expertise, if that's possible. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Heidi, for uh, for inviting me, number one, to do the presentation uh, for your members, for your members, and of course, uh, being part of this, this podcast. So it's very uh, interesting. And the most interesting part to me is that I'm talking to uh, to people <laughs> in the other part of the world. I live in the northern part and here you are in the southern part. It's so interesting. Yeah. So virtual. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. That you get to connect uh, with people from all different, from the entire world, just sitting in my chair here in my room. <laughs> it's wonderful. Nice. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, not at all. So I was going to say, Alka, it's such a rewarding area that you work in. Um, so how did you get into it in the first place? Yeah, so um, this is taking me taking me back, like, I'm going to say 35 years, 35, 36 years. So, you know, as a young, as a young teenager, you know, when you finish high school, you kind of like, I knew that I wanted to do something in the sciences. I was never good at history, geography. They were the most difficult questions, subjects for me to do. Um, but I also knew that I don't want to do just like a plain undergrad, like a, you know, a bachelor's in science or something like that. Because I am personally a very application person. Like I like to get my hands dirty and things like that. So that is where I got, I did not even know this area. I, so I got to know about this home, ec, home economics. So I don't know whether what what they call in your this is this I'm talking in India. Uh, so and uh, the more I got into it and then in my second year, you had to choose a major. 
which is a major. And then, uh, so there was child development, there was, uh, I think, home management, and now I wouldn't forget textile design and food and nutrition. Uh, and there was one more, I forget what it was now. So food and nutrition attracted me the most simply because it had a more scientific base, scientific uh, backing to it. And then I did my undergrad and during the undergrad, the um, education, so there was a course on nutrition education. And that was my favorite course to do. I've never talked about this before, but when I'm thinking about it, it was actually, I enjoyed making uh, finger puppets and teaching aids, you know, to teach, to teach people nutrition and make it simple. Um, and that's where the whole, whole thing started. And then I did a diploma and then I did my master's and, and everything. And then I came here, uh, like got married, had children, came here, came to Canada. And then I've been into the nutrition education business for now quite some time. And, and I really enjoy it because it is a really big challenge teaching nutrition because it can be very clinical and really uh, making it simple uh, to sort of people understand that they can implement it is, is not easy. Yeah. And, and we were, I was only just saying to you before we came on this recording how it was really nice with your presentation for the membership because you broke it up with slides and then we had a video and then in between all that was all the questions and that's what really makes it a difference doesn't it it makes it much more interactive and, it does. and you, you tailor the session to what you need that's a true edu educator isn't it yeah so education I come from an education background and my family like both my parents uh, our teachers, my mom is a retired teacher. My dad was taught in the university till the age of 80 and now he's 85. So uh, it's, so it's uh, just that, like what you say, it's in, it's in the blood, I guess. Yeah. It is absolutely. Now I was going to say one thing uh, with your mantra, you know, we mentioned in the bio as well as like taking one week at a time, you know, and it's that living simply um, motto, isn't it, that you have. So yes. how has that shown up in sort of when we look at sort of success or inspirational accounts with your clients as well as with yourself over the years? How has that mantra worked with people? Yeah, so uh, so this the storm one week to your health really came, um, you know, like we all get ideas either when you're driving or when you're in the shower. Right. So this I, <laughs> this thing came to my mind when I was literally in the shower. Like, how do I how do I make this whole change, like uh, health behavior change interesting? Like, what do you what do you do? Uh, so uh, this is what I think that there are millions of things that you could be changing. There's so many things you could be doing, but you have to, number one, start from somewhere or if you're changing a new habit something that is new to you, um, you know, and there is research that really tells us that to change a habit, it really takes 66 days. You have to continuously do it. But to experience uh, something, you've got to try something at least seven times. So that's why this whole that one week, seven days, you know, say, for example, you want to go, you want to, uh, the most common thing is that I want to be more physically active. So you take those that one week and be physically active, follow a routine. Maybe you go for, maybe you go for a walk twice a week and the other days you are doing something at home. So within that seven days, you kind of, you know, uh, experience the benefits 
and then when you experience the benefits it it you are moving towards making it a habit you know for example cooking you know if you want to cook meals every every single day you want to cook simple meals every single day and really experience how you feel internally when you have eaten a home cooked meal versus a takeout so that's where this whole concept really it just minimizes a lot of the i think the stress and the pressure that oh my god i've got to make so many changes so rather than thinking of that uh, try it one at a time for one week experience the benefits and then keep moving brilliant it is those micro habits isn't it you do a few yeah. of them and then they build up and I, I don't well i'm sure you'd agree with this actually alka is that um it's when you start to develop those new routines or those new habits that you feel the benefits and like you were mentioning about inflammation and how it can help with your quality of life on so many levels right. so some you know and i hear it over the years how people might go oh, i've changed my diet and i thought it was all about weight loss but actually that was just a positive byproduct but i felt i slept better i had less brain yeah. fog um they you know the, and all sorts of things and inflammation joint pain mm -hmm. reduced as well quite significantly yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Because uh, the, uh, the the unfortunate reality is that, you know, the media has made weight such a big thing. Mm -hmm. So everyone is focusing on weight, weight, weight. So many times when I'm talking to my patients and the reason for if I ask them, why, why have you come to see me? Like what, uh, what's the reason for your visit? The, uh, nine times out of 10, they will say, I want to lose weight. But is lose weight just all about cutting calories? It's not. It's much, much more than that. Like you just now just said, it is not about, it's the other things. Mm -hmm. So weight is over here and it is far away. And all the others, if I, if I were to, I'm just doing it from the screen. So from if the weight thing stops here, from here to this end is all the other factors, all the other things like your own relationships your energy level your productivity like uh, better sleep uh, uh, lower stress finances there's so many things that are there uh, so sometimes i don't even uh, talk about weight to my although they have come to me for weight but weight loss is actually you use you, you said it well that it is actually a byproduct of all the other things mm. And, and that's what uh, people don't understand. And, you know, they always want to do those dieting and, you know, they want to lose like 50 pounds like tomorrow, like yesterday. It doesn't happen that way. No. And, and I thought you made a brilliant point there and it kind of ties in with my notes that I've got here from the workshop. And that was when you mentioned about the Mediterranean diet. And this is where it's powerful because the Mediterranean diet, you know, it really stands out, doesn't it, with the fruits and the veggies and, you know, the whole grains and things. Mm -hmm. However, you were showing like a pyramid and you were showing how at the base, you know, the widest base yes. there is actually about family and support. It's that right. connection, that community. Right. Um, and that helps so much with like mental well-being and support as a whole. Right. 100%. So when you have that support um, from your family, from people who really genuinely, um, so I'm going to say genuinely care for you, not just, um, you know, just superficial, they genuinely care for you. It, 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 the mindset completely is different. 
and you are more yeah. energized to do you know things and relationships uh, also change there's another concept that i talk to um, a lot with my patients is uh, the self to self relationship so when you when we come to when we talk about food and i also talk about the pillars of wellness so there's eight pillars of wellness uh, that i does physical mental social spiritual occupational financial and there's i think one more uh, environmental so health in general is a it's a is a, a combination of all these factors and when these factors are in line that is where your own relationship with yourself is is positive if you don't relate yourself positively you don't have a positive relationship or a positive image about yourself how can you be positive to others to others around you and and every activity that you do so it's all very very it's all um, very very linked yeah and and i was thinking because of um that whole connection you know um, families are coming together at different times of the year but you made a really interesting point alka and i just want to develop it a little bit more in the workshop and that is because of the cost of living crisis in many yeah. parts of the world people are really struggling so they might go well i can't afford to be buying fish i can't be you know the price of things are going up now you made a brilliant point here about how we can still eat healthy on a budget really um, yes. you mentioned about the opt you know options with fish for instance is that all right if you can elaborate on that a bit yeah so fish like fresh fish so that's the other thing a lot of people are hung up on fresh 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 right so fresh um and now let me ask this question to you before i answer that question on on the on the canned um, fish here so when you go to the market and for example you buy broccoli okay so you buy broccoli today how long does it take for you to cook that broccoli i know i we buy frozen because because of the lifestyle that we have um, yes. i buy frozen berries everything exactly because right so in the past yeah. we've thrown things out yeah exactly that's number one that you save money on you don't have to throw things out the second thing is that when you buy so-called fresh right suppose i do my grocery shopping today are you going to cook everything today no that's right no. right uh, so it's going to take you probably in a three four days for you to cook that broccoli but by the time that that broccoli got to the grocery store it was two weeks before right yeah. so it has been so that broccoli has been commuting to get to the store so really the lifespan from the from the time it was harvested to the time it is on your plate it's about easily two and a half weeks but when you are freezing things or when when you're canning things as well they are canned and frozen in the most fresh they are literally harvested from the farm and they are put into they're flash frozen like the billy you mentioned berries broccoli um any all this there's such a lot of variety these days so you are better off with the frozen yes for certain things you don't get the texture like for example salads and things you want that texture and that's fine you can do that uh, but buying frozen is completely okay and buying the canned one the tin like, uh, like salmon for example tuna it's completely okay and they are even cheaper they are much cheaper than buying um, like a salmon fillet or or tuna whatever you want 
it's the prices are so there are ways that you can definitely eat healthier you just have to put your mind into it and that's where the mindful eating piece also comes into it that think a little bit more and when you when people buy more fresh and they just get hung up with that no 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 i buy fresh i like to do that sometimes they just throw away food yeah because i uh, like foods like spinach and things like that if you are still if you for example i if i were to go to um you know i don't know you have costco in in north in south america yes, yes. you do yeah, yeah we've got so you get big bags there for everything right so you can definitely buy those big bags and freeze them like broccoli spinach kale all those things you can put into into freezer bags and put them in the freezer so you are um, and yeah i understand for so for a lot of people you know when you go to costco you are walking out of there for at least 500 easily these days so but you need to make the most of that money so really thinking wisely as to what you can do is something that we all need to really think about the same thing goes with uh, pre-cut vegetable trays hmm. you know don't be afraid to buy them because at the, if they are pre-cut you will eat them if it's pre pre pre-cut fruits you know if you are just like for example you said your lifestyle is a very busy lifestyle and eating fruits and veggies is a challenge so if you buy them already pre-cut you will eat them number one two you will not throw it the wastage goes down so in fact you are saving money yeah yeah yeah. Um, can I ask Alka, you mentioned about the tinned fish. Um, mm -hmm. What's the best alternative? Is it to have water or is it oil? It's uh, preferred to be in water. Yeah. Okay. Because with oil, it increases the caloric uh, value there. So try to do it with uh, like uh, yeah, tuna in, in water, salmon also in water. Yeah. Brilliant. And, and I just made a big, big star next to this because you talked about how crucial it is to have vitamin D or vitamin D wherever you live in the world and um, how it's crucial for everyone. And I know here in Australia, even though we have a lot of sun, um, Australians are deficient in vitamin D anyway. Yes. So they're always encouraged to have the supplement. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's interesting that you were saying it's, it's crucial. And of course, we know with COVID as well, how the research yeah. is showing how important to have that 100%. vitamin D. Yeah. If there is one supplement that I would recommend that everybody have, uh, adults and even children, at least 2000 IU, that is two tablets uh, of, and you must see the active ingredient D3 on the package. That is the one that you should be having every single day. And you, you should take D, uh, vitamin D with food because the absorption of vitamin D is, uh, happens with food. So the best thing is the first meal of the day in the morning, whatever time you're having the first meal of the day, have vitamin D with that. Brilliant. So just Brilliant. to make that a habit, like yeah. the one week we talked about, so start doing it. It's a very small thing. But the, 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 you know, the bottle can sit on your, on your table and you're having your, your, your breakfast or the first meal of the day, whatever you're having and you're having your vitamin D along with it. Brilliant. That's how I've done it. That's how I do it. So it's now, it's now a routine. Yeah. Second nature now. That's the thing. It's, isn't not, it? it's, it's a healthy just, habit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like brushing your teeth, you know, that okay, I'm eating my, yeah. uh, my meal over here. So uh, I'm going to have my vitamin D as well right now. 
fantastic. Now, I, I'd like to pick your brains as you are a diabetes educator. Uh, and there'll be a lot of people that are very interested in the subject and the subject of sugar, because there's so much now coming out about that. But um, you even made a statement during the workshop, which I thought was really interesting, because I've heard a lot of people say this. Uh, people with diabetes say, I can't eat fruit. Um, so is it able to elaborate a little bit more on that? Because it's when you said that, I giggled and I thought, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah. So now the thing is that um, fruit, so, uh, so the reason why I said that is if you're living with diabetes, you can have the fruit, but a fruit as a whole fruit, like as an apple, not as an apple chip or a candy, right? The problem is that the, the thing with diabetes is it is to do with carbohydrates. It is not to do with sugar. So when I was in my undergrad at that time, we were taught about that time. This is what we learned that diabetes, people who eat a lot of sugar get diabetes. That's not the case. It is, it is to do with carbohydrates. So when we talk about carbohydrates, we're talking about bread, rice, pasta, uh, cookies, all those things. And the sugar, so there is sugar in those cookies and candy and chocolate and all these things. That is where the bigger trouble is. There is no trouble in having a fruit, but of course you need to limit it. You can't be having like six fruits in a day. So two to three is a very safe number to have, even if you are living with diabetes. The advantage with having the fruit is, say for example, you have an apple, you're having the fiber as well. With the skin, there's fiber, and then fiber helps to stabilize blood sugars. Brilliant. The same thing with so, an orange yeah, or, or berries, you know, berries are wonderful. You can have berries, you can easily have a whole cup of berries with no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's, that's really interesting because um, um, just learning about that, because, you know, I thought it was all linked with the sugar side of that. So that's really fascinating. I'm sure others listening to this will also uh, agree with that same side of things but um what kind of advice do you give to a lot of your clients or your patients um, as regards um managing their sugars you know when we're looking in the diabetes um sphere with health because you know how does sugar impact on other levels as well we were talking about inflammation earlier for instance yes so sugar will increase your blood sugar regardless whether you have diabetes or whether you don't the difference is the amount with which the, 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 uh, the spike you have with the blood sugar, right? So that is something, uh, so it's, it's very hard to, um, so when I'm talking to, to my patients, we go over their health history and, you know, their diet history. And then based on what they share with me, then we come up with a plan as to what they are really doing, what they can do better. So that is, uh, that is the, uh, the important piece. Uh, but in a, uh, in a nutshell, right? So, there, so your body does need carbohydrates for your insulin to work properly. So if your body, if you stop eating carbohydrates, what happens is that your body goes into starvation mode. And when it gets into starvation mode, the insulin levels they go crazy and eventually your blood sugar will increase. It is the reverse mechanism that happens. So, some, so that is why, you know, even the same thing with weight as well. So when you don't eat any carbs or anything like that, 
what happens is that the body will cling on to everything that your body is eating, that you're, that you're eating, and that increases the amount of fat in the body. So not eating carbohydrates is actually a formula for fat deposition in the body, which increases the weight. And when the weight keeps increasing like that, it's a, it gives a host of other problems. That's really interesting because my mind's now within on another area. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, um, how does that sit with fasting? Because fasting's yes. become incredibly popular. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So when intermittent fasting, for example, is really uh, picking up a lot. But when you do intermittent fasting, if you are eating, depending upon the, you know, the, the kind of system that you're following, whatever you eat, you have to balance it properly, right? And you cannot be doing intermittent fasting for forever. You have to do it for us for some amount of time and give yourself body a break because nutritional depreciation also happens. So when nutritional depreciation happens in the body, what happens over there is that um, the, like I was talking to you before, um, we were talking about uh, micronutrients and macronutrients, right? So there are some uh, nutrients that, that your body needs for the digestion process and the absorption process to happen properly. So if those micronutrients are not there in the body, then the digestion process can be compromised. So the nutrients that you're eating will not be absorbed properly. And that can lead to nutritional deficiencies. Wow. That's so it's, yeah. And most people don't get that. Mm. It's really interesting you say that because a few people that have been doing some fasts recently with somebody was only telling me yesterday, her periods have stopped. She's starting to lose her hair. Uh, so when you say that, yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Actually, That is yeah. the nutritional depreciation happening right there. Mm -hmm. It impacts mm -hmm. your sleep. It impacts mm -hmm. like, like hair loss, the skin changes that begin to happen because there's an imbalance in the nutrients, right? So even when you're doing, there's nothing wrong in doing intermittent fasting. It's completely okay, but you need to do it the right way. And I would really say if you, that is something that you really believe in and you want to do it, consult a dietitian who will help you to do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Because everybody is different and every diet is going to be different. different for every individual. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, how could, I could ask you a million more questions but what I'm i will sure. do um because i've i've we i've had you a lot today so I, I will let you escape shortly but what i'd love to do is do you have any kind of takeaway points or anything that you'd like to share with everybody today that we haven't mentioned that you that you think would be really beneficial for them yeah like i was saying before make your life simple do not get caught up with um all these media you know, uh, the Instagram is a big culprit in that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. You can get good information. But if you are really talking about the implementation piece, please consult um, like a regulated health professional, wherever you are listening to this podcast all over the world, wherever you are, 
whoever is there um it depends you know where you are and you have different uh professionals over there uh, definitely take uh take that advice uh from them and uh, the one week to your health formula is something that really works so you can just start with one simple simple thing very simple thing and try it for one week and see how it does for you actually there is a there is a resource library that i have um which is called as one week to your health so i can send you the information if people want to take a look into it uh, they can there's some very good neat resources in there and i keep adding more stuff to it as well brilliant well what i'll do um elka for everything today i'll make sure we put that in the show notes yes. um because how can people find you if they want to reach out to you? And again, I'll put all this in the show notes if someone's driving or walking the dog and they can't make notes at this point. Yeah. But how so can my, they reach out? Yeah, so my website is alkachopra.ca. That is the best way to reach me. So I do lots of workshops and some stuff like that as well. Um, and yeah, just go to the website and there you'll find all, all that information that you need about me and all the stuff that uh that i do and whatever yeah there's <laughs> i don't even know sometimes i lose track <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay, okay okay this is also what i've done but yeah, yeah. you probably look sometimes out and go good grief have i done all that have i done that this year and and it <laughs> and I just want to say to everybody with Alka that she does hold um, online um, well-being educational events. Really, really interesting. So that's why stay connected with Alka and I will make sure everything's in the yeah. show notes uh, because you do this, don't you, on an annual event you, you do hold yeah. online Yeah, so events. now the next one is coming up in uh, February. And if you, uh, if you get on my list, you'll get notification of when the next event is. Brilliant. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this in the future, that would be February 2023. But if you're listening to this, just keep connected with Alka because yeah. she will continue producing yes. that wonderful content. And as you can see today, she's a wealth of knowledge and experience. So she's worth keeping uh, connected with. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Heidi, for this. It was fun uh, talking. Uh, nutrition education is my favorite topic to talk about and just make it simple. I just... Uh, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be, it's not always about the research. What's the latest research? What's the latest diet? It's not about that. Yeah, back it's to the true basics. Yeah, back to the basics is the, is the best way of uh, really enjoying everything. You enjoy that donut or you enjoy that sorbet or that cookie, whatever, cookie dough. I don't know what cookie dough I think it is. If you enjoy that, of course, eat it. Don't deprive yourself. But be mindful and be careful as to how much you're eating and what frequency you're eating and all those things. And then you'll be much happier. Food is so important, right? Food is such an important part of our lives. We eat like four times a day. Uh, another thing that I said, often tell my patients is, uh, tell me how many times, oh, I'm going on vacation, they'll say. Okay, tell me. Uh, and okay, fantastic. And how many times do you cook? I hate to cook. I don't cook. Okay, talk to me about how many times in a year do you go on vacation? Uh, maybe once or maybe twice at the mostly it's once. And how many times in a day do you eat? Tell me. Five times, six times, four times every day. And there is no planning in that. But when you're going on vacation, you spend months planning on that. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> it is, it's just, and it is back to the basics, isn't it? And you made that really good point when you said, you know, there's always research, there's always going to be new information. But, you know, tying in with mindful eating, and I know with total somatics, we talk about embodiment practice. And yeah. really, it's about when you eat the food, because it's a true embodiment practice, you either think, do you know what, that doesn't agree with me, I'm not sleeping well, or, you know, I eat something, you think, I feel like I'm ticking over, and I've got real clarity in my thoughts and focus. That's where you really learn it, don't you? And so um, the, the research is great, but it's actually about sensing yeah. and feeling the, the benefits of good food. Yeah, people who do research, that is their job. They get paid to do it. Yeah. Right? True. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but thank yeah. you so so much alka i really appreciate it and i'm sure everyone listening i will say thank you again on behalf of the total somatics members for the workshop today and thank you on behalf of everyone listening around the world and um, for yeah. this wonderful episode as well it's lots to take away um, thanks for having me yeah no problem and everybody when you're listening to this let us know what you think what were your kind of key points that you that resonated with you today with today's episode because it's always great to hear from you Mm -hmm. So until next time, all my love and best wishes. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.